And we're back for another episode of Startup Hustle, a podcast for entrepreneurs by entrepreneurs. If you want to start, own, or build a business, then you're in the right place. We bring you the real truth about what it's like to take something from concept to launch, from growth, innovation, experience, failing, or winning big, we've got you covered. So let's get down to business with another episode of Startup Hustle, brought to you by Fullscale.io. What's up, everybody? This is Andrew, your host at the Startup Hustle, founder of Marknology. Uh, welcome back. I'm excited to be here um, and bring today's guest to you guys. Our Sponsor for today's show is FullScale.io. No stranger to anyone that's been listening. Um, your number one source and go-to for software needs. We're going to talk more about FullScale today, uh, but I'm really excited to get into this guest story. Um, Brian, before I introduce you, uh, just give a little background to anybody listening. I talk a lot about e-commerce, a lot about Amazon. Um, for people in Kansas City, a lot of them know that I'm in real estate in some way, and some of them have reached out and asked, but I think it's vague for a lot of people. So I'm excited to share that side of my entrepreneurial journey. Um, and a lot of that's tied in with you. So bef- without further ado, uh, Brian Glasser, welcome to the show. Thanks, Andrew. Uh, obviously, uh, I, I've been begging you to get on the show. No, I'm just kidding. But, uh, you know, finally, we're doing it. I know we we have these conversations almost like every day. And now we're kind of putting it uh, putting it officially on the air. So excited yeah. to be here. Um, yeah, I've been in Kansas city for about, uh, five years now. Yeah. I want to get into your story. Kind of like, that's, it's kind of my go-to like, uh, whether I'm talking to a brand at the agency, I just like knowing about people and how they got to where we're at. So before we go into like some of the stuff we're doing today, uh, let's just back it up a little bit. Um, me and you met probably five years ago, I think, uh, And uh, we met at the gym playing basketball downtown. I I was kind of starting my life over. Uh, you had just moved from South Korea, I believe. South um, Korea, correct. Yeah, landed at Leavenworth. Uh, let's talk about just, you know, briefly what got you to Leavenworth and, and in Kansas City. Yeah, so, you know, like most things, you get you get wind of something from usually from somebody you know. And so uh, I was actually getting ready. I just left Fort Huachuca, Arizona uh, for the captain's career course, um, which we'll kind of get into, you know, previous experience. But uh, I'd then been stationed in Korea. Uh, I'd spent prior to that 11 years in Korea in Seoul uh, with my family. My dad was in the military and then he had an assignment with the UN and my mom is Korean. So I I have roots there um, in Seoul. But I was stationed about an hour south in Pyeongtaek. at a base called Camp Humphreys, which is now the largest installation uh, overseas in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I got my assignment list of places I wanted to go, and there's all these juicy assignments. And I, I saw Fort Leavenworth on there, and I, uh, I knew the guy currently holding the position, so I reached out to him, and I kind of told him my goals on, um, you know, I was looking to probably transition out of the Army. And, you know, he gave me a rundown of, uh, of the job, and I put it as my number one and my branch manager at HR probably thought I was like crazy. Like, why, why is he trying to, you know, he's got an overseas assignment. He can probably get another good, decent assignment. And, uh, mm-hmm. and so I took that and uh, ended up at Fort Leavenworth was there for two years, um, technically on assignment. Um, and then, you know, that was in 2015. So I rolled into Kansas city when 
the Royals had just, they had lost the world series. And then all, I was riding all the momentum coming in. And I know that's a, that's an experience I share with you. You know, we, we obviously saw the Royals win the world series in 2015 mm-hmm. and I basically just fell in love with the city and, you know, rode the momentum and I've been riding it since. Hell yeah. Uh, okay. So, you know, we met, uh, Brian was military, um, at Leavenworth and, you know, I grew up overseas as well. So, you know, I'm, I'm naturally attracted to people that are, you know, have traveled abroad. They can relate to me a little bit more and have a little bit more understanding for me. I'm, I'm a missionary background. Brian's military background is crazy. How many similarities we have in such different worlds. We meet at the gym. Uh, I think he's commented on my African tattoo or something, you know, and one conversation led to another, um, you know, I knew he was in stocks. I didn't know much else about that. And, uh, you know, we were just like, you know, trying to try and two, two guys downtown Kansas City, you know, trying to make a network. And uh, I want to tell a story a little bit because I think, you know, we have some people tuning in live and more people will hear this, uh, you know, afterwards. But for a lot of people in KC following me on Instagram or LinkedIn, they don't get the full story. And how did you get into this? And I really want to be able to show them how I've, you know, really grown my my real estate or my investment endeavors um, through relationships and just like, you know, making moves. So I meet Brian, uh, you know, we don't have anything in common work wise. It's more just like, you know, history at that point. Um, but Brian, so I, I was actually in the early, so Marknology has been a company six years. I was probably like one year in on my own. Um, you know, Brian, you know, didn't really know all the things I was involved to, but he started coming around more and kind of seeing this entrepreneurial lifestyle you know uh and you already had let's not even talk about all the plans you had up till now to get to this point you know precisely intentionally um and you had another best friend in arizona um you know the founder of apex uh that you know was was in your ear as well as far as like being an entrepreneur like this is really cool i think you're going to be great for it you went to hallmark let's talk about hallmark because that was a step you made right before we got you know became an entrepreneur Yes, I had, you know, I had two years, uh, like I said, station at Leavenworth and, you know, that was after seven years active. And um, I always kind of joked at the end and said, you know, I guess it takes you seven years in the army to finally get one over on them. And so um, I actually had the fortune of having some really good leaders at the end, which made it a hard decision to get out. Um, But essentially my last uh, year in the army uh, was, was very unique in this. And I had a lot of opportunities that I'm um, I'm fortunate to have um, that many, many veterans maybe not or don't have. And so, um, you know, my last year, I got actually picked up for a strategic uh, broadening assignment, um, basically a seminar uh, where I got to go out to the UK for you know a couple months. Uh, and that's that's really kind of when me and you started picking up our friendship as well, uh, kind of on the back end um, of me getting out of the army. Um, so did that for about. 60, I was gone for probably about 16 weeks or so, 12 mm-hmm. to 16 weeks, came back, came back to an email in my inbox in the army still uh, from the U.S. Chamber of Commerce asking me to apply for this thing called a corporate fellowship program. And I never heard of this. It was a pilot program. And actually at Fort Leavenworth, like I said, a pilot program had never been launched before. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, what they were trying to do was essentially help veterans transition um, near the end of their you know, they've already made the commitment to get out. And so uh, this fellowship, essentially, I go work for a company four days out of the week. I interview with a bunch of companies and, and some of the big companies, as you might imagine, were the first ones to jump on to this essentially free labor 
um, of what I, at the time I was a junior grade officer. So a captain at the time. Um, and there's not that many up at Fort Leavenworth because Fort Leavenworth is more of a, um, you know, they got the prison up there. So you got a lot of junior enlisted soldiers. Um, and then you have a lot of older officers going there for uh, what's called the ILE or the majors course. So when you get promoted to major from captain, uh, at some point I would have been back here at Leavenworth, okay. um, you know, potentially if I would have been selected. So, um, so did that for that program ran me like three or four months. So I worked for Hallmark, uh, for four days out of the week. Then I would go back up to Fort Leavenworth on my fifth on Friday and essentially check in with at that time, my staff sergeant, um, and say, Hey, is there anything you need? Obviously I was still responsible for the staff, um, as the, as the two, the S2, the Intel officer. Um, but in reality, my NCO, my, my Sergeant had me taken care of. And, and so I made that transition. Um, they offered me a spot. So while I was there, I was develop, developing training. Um, they had me as that as my project. So they had me four days out of the week mm-hmm. and I essentially did, I created their first line leader on board, on board training. And so all the section managers out at the plants um, where Hallmark produces their cards uh, essentially would eventually go through this subsequent training that I would create. Um, and that was kind of my interview in which they basically, uh, once I got out of the army in May, they offered me a position full-time. I said, that's great. I do want it. I'll be back in like two months. I got to go take a trip to Europe. Um, and that kind of gets into what you're talking about is, you know, as far as side hustles, you know, when I was in the army, um, I think it was when I first read the four hour work week that it made me realize like, there's really nothing I can do to try to, well, prior to thinking how I think about real estate now, how do I make, how do I make other moves? How do I expedite this timeline of, you know, in the army, you do 20 years, you get a retirement and it's mm-hmm. a great retirement. But, um, as soon as you've gotten that glimpse of what you think freedom is, you want to chase it and you want to chase it and get there as fast as you can. Um, and so I, at that time I was trading a lot of stocks, like you kind of talked about. So day trading learned a lot from some of my Arizona friends. Um, and when you're at Korea, um, and you're on curfew (laughs) and just other things, you know, you're, you're Mm -hmm. just focused on, you know, really working out, polishing your craft in your current field. And then what else can I get smarter on? And at that time it was stocks. And so, you know, I funded that trip uh, to Europe where I basically did whatever I wanted for eight gelato six times a day, rode, up, rode my first horse up Mount Vesuvius. Um, and so I did, I funded that entire trip of yes, I would say for through trading a stock called Aqua Metals, which I don't even own anymore. Yeah. The trip was called what? Well, uh, what did I say? I don't even remember Trip oh yes. yeah, trip of yes. I mean, that was the idea of the trip. So essentially, you know, uh, I didn't, I didn't want anything because there, you know, I'm not somebody who needs a whole lot. And so, you know, if I want to eat gelato six times a day, I don't want to think about, you know, is this two ninety nine gonna gonna burden me? If I want to do it, do it. And that was that trip. And and I think, you know, when you get eight days into a trip, you're used to turning around. And I got that feeling, and then I realized, damn, I still got you know, 40 plus days across France and Italy. Um, and that's, you know, where I really truly learned to appreciate travel and slow down um, was on that trip. Cause you know, you hear two months or 45 days, a lot of people go stretch themselves all across Europe. Um, that's yep. a lot of time. I mean, we've done, we've been to more cities in four days. Um, and so 
I really just wanted that trip for me to be about me slowing down and really thinking about what I wanted to do. And, uh, you know, I had the assurance of coming back to a job at Hallmark um, with, you know, some loaded PTO already, uh, a signing bonus. And, and so it was a really great, I have nothing but admiration and I still talk with people from Hallmark. Um, in fact, some have purchased real estate with me and there's no better compliment than, you know, somebody obviously knowing you're relatively new to that field when you jump out and yet here they are looking for the service. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, that was a great feeling. Shout out to uh, Louie from uh, OMS at Hallmark. <laughs> so. Yeah. Well, it, we'll see if he's listening now or later, but uh, um, yeah, Hallmark is so integrated into Kansas City. It's hard for most of us not to know somebody that works at Hallmark or a family member or a family friend or something uh, for those of us that are local. Um, okay. So, you know, I want to talk just for a second about that. So, you know, you took this trip to Europe. Um, you wanted to really think about what you're going to do after seven years in the military, but as you you know, a very close friend, I know that you had already done a lot of thinking, uh, you joined the military to be able to get set up to, uh, you know, be financially set and, um, you know, get that master's degree, uh, you know, when you got out and have it paid for and all those types of things. We've talked about the differences in our paths. Um, but being aligned in regards to, you know, getting that freedom, that geographical freedom, um, choice, you know? And so, okay. So you come back from Europe, you're working at Hallmark, uh, you know, you, you were, you were there, we kind of caught this entrepreneur bug, you know? And I feel like I definitely remember that period where you went from being around soldiers all day, every day to a little bit of a hybrid model going back and forth between like HR at Hallmark cards. Imagine that like those sappy movie, like, you know, Hallmark has an environment to like military prison, a prison um, to eventually leaving that behind and going all in on real estate. I even remember when you made the decision in my house, in my living room, 39th and Warwick, 39th Warwick. I didn't, I um, didn't love it. The big pocket doors. I remember just kind of, hanging on to them and just kind of playing with them and moving them around and talking with you and, and bending your ear and, and really looking between you, my parents and, you know, all the people you ask for advice from, I think you, you know, where your heart is, but you're just looking for people to tell you, uh, to make the leap. Uh, I think, you know, my partner out in uh, Arizona, who you alluded to, Ben, the founder of apex, um, you know, he obviously helped with that as well with, and I'd say your spirit, your, um, energy and watching you do it in person. Right. Um, and seeing you be successful. Cause you're right. You know, when we first met, I didn't even know where you officed, you know, and then eventually I was in your Wi-Fi closet working yeah. at your office. Um, but with Ben, you know, he kind of provided me that, uh, that reassurance and that, uh, from a, almost from a financial standpoint in deals and, and really being able to come in and learn from some, from an established team already doing it at a high level. Um, and so, having that behind me, having, you know, you next to me and watching you. Um, I think those were all valuable experiences with me being able to make that jump, um, or at least make it a little bit more comfortably, but it was all intentional. Like you said, with regards to, and even our friendship is somewhat and the fact that we live together is intentional, right? So, you know, when we, when I was first deciding if I was going to stay here in Kansas city, we were trying to find a place where we could, uh, everybody would live together. I was going to assume the loan, um, and then, you know, we knew if we wanted to build something and we wanted to do something together at some point, maybe it wouldn't be real estate, that we needed to live together because we needed those reps 
a constant basis. And mm -hmm. as you can see, I mean, there's, we have a business together, but there's days where I don't even see you. Right. And so, but then we have part two when we come home and that's where we, we really get after it. And I think a lot of entrepreneurs get after it at, at these, at those hours. Yeah. And I think it's a big part of like, you know, people can look from the outside and don't really care. Like I know, uh, the thousands of conversations we've had over a beer at home, both have computers set up, the all-nighters. Uh, you know, we haven't built what we've built in a short amount of time uh, because there wasn't a lot of intentionality behind getting here. Um, you know, I, I had been using Airbnb at my loft to save my business. Um, I was buying out a partner um you know we had an influx amazon i was almost too early moving on helping brands on amazon it was like you know hard to get brands to buy in and there's just a lot of ebbs and flows in that and i had been using airbnb um staying with a friend staying with my uh family whoever sleeping on a couch um to essentially help me offset some of the bills right keep the business afloat they essentially shut that down at my loft uh, you know, they're like, Hey, you can't sublease a lease, you know? So yep. in my and mind, your I sister did it for me, actually, when I went on that trip and, uh, you know, we got, we got, we got hemmed up. yeah, we got, we got hemmed up a little bit, but we got a taste for sure of what the potential was. Right. And, and for me, it was like, this is a lifeline, you know? Yeah. And so that's how I, I, I'm, I'm sharing that this Airbnb conversation, because it's really how we first got our, our feet wet, so to speak, in regards to the partnership, um, you know, I, we were going to move in together to be, I think we were going to Airbnb one of the rooms or try to do something yep. didn't work out. I was like, man, I have to make a move. Uh, so I moved into Warwick. Um, the owner was super cool and allowed me to run an Airbnb out of the basement. Um, you know, so I had me a roommate, honestly paying more than I wanted, but because I was getting this private entrance basement and I was like, I'm just going to do this thing, you know, and I'm yeah, running I it. Believe it. I was running a business like with employees at my office, running home to clean my Airbnb, you know, uh, and I was legitimately sometimes cleaning up a flood, sometimes cleaning up a bathroom overflow or a shower breaking or like trying to just trying to make it happen. You, you had a midtown basement Airbnb. We'll leave it at that. And, and we'll leave it at that. And it was successful. And um, you made a um, believer out of me with regards to, you know, if we can put a a good product and we knew like and i'm sure you'll allude to that first one um we knew exactly when we saw it yeah what we saw so and it, and it was because of getting kicked out of the lofts and not being able to do it it was you know the warwick basement as i like to call it and you know it was those small wins you know that eventually we took down a house um you know in kck and strawberry hill um and i had used all that money to save my keep my business afloat, but also help me save money, um, you know, to be able to make that first move. I knew exactly what I wanted. I wanted parking. I wanted like, you know, a certain number of bedrooms and bathrooms and an aesthetic. And I didn't want to have to do all the work because I wasn't, a, I'm not a construction worker. Like, I don't know how to do that stuff. So we saw the house, made a decision in 15 minutes. Yep. And there was ones we passed on before for anyone listening, like they didn't work out. Offers were made. Offers were made, but I saw this one in 15 minutes. I said, Brian, let's do it. Um, and we started running an Airbnb. And I know that that conversation changed the Airbnb conversation for us going forward with other investors, with, you know, um, Apex Corporate back in Arizona, um, 
yeah, it's just a, a funny evolution events, not a funny evolution events, but and, intentional. And it's been great as an investment and it's been great as somewhere where we needed to lay our head. And that's, you know, that's what I've loved about real estate thus far is just the, um, the, the yeah, the options of it, you know, cause you know, like you alluded to, you were trying to offset a cost. Um, and that's why you ran the Airbnb out of the basement. And so, you know, anytime, and obviously we preach this all the time with regards to buying real estate and owning and investing in it is anytime you can offset what I would consider your largest expense in life. Um, you know, typically let you look for less than 30% of what you're spending to go to your rent or whatever. Um, that's, that's a huge factor. Huge. Yeah. And, and like for everyone listening, like you don't have to be an expert in real estate to make money in real estate. Um, I have been a trailblazer in a lot of ways. Raised in Africa, outside the box thinking is just comes natural to me. Everyone has their own gifts. And for me, it's thinking outside the box and doing what other people don't because I've seen other people live differently. So it's easy for me. It's a natural. And um, I've stayed at an Airbnb when I was in the band days, we used to use, a, a something called RIFO, which was like couch sharing and room sharing. So it was like not monetized, but I saw the model and I saw people buying in Airbnb comes out. I'm like, this is really cool. Um, and, and I know huge consumers, of right? We try, so it's, yeah, yeah. We, we try stuff. Um, so, you know, for me, it was like, okay, I want, I have Amazon, my Amazon business, Marknology, I help brands on Amazon. E-commerce is kind of my strong suit. For anyone just thinking like, how do you end up here? I was like, you know, is my strong suit. I uh, own an apparel business as well. Anyone that I've ever seen that has real wealth is involved in real estate. That's what I knew for a fact. And I was like, anyone you that- went to your own course before I actually even, before I actually jumped into real estate full time, I- distinctively remember you and uh, Vern, I believe, going to a course on um, owning and investing in it. And I think um, it just so happened that I happened to have my best friend at the time who did real estate. And this was the career that I would subsequently jump into would be one thing that you are also passionate about. Yeah. Um, so and it's, it's about being aligned. And you know, you can cliche sayings or not, we talk about that, like, if it's cliche, pay attention, it's probably, it's probably true. Yep. You know, but it was, you know, I was building when I moved downtown and starting my life over, it was about wanting to surround myself with um, people that are aligned, chasing the same goals. We don't always go about things the same way. But I know that our intent is almost always aligned. And if it's not, you know, we get it back in line. But it was like, <laughs> look, alignment, you know, we're trying to we're trying we're chasing freedom. We love travel. Um, you know, we we both work hard. We both been made a very intentional moves to be where we're at. Um, I was like, I want to do this. You know, I want to do this. And, and I want to I don't have time to be all in on my Amazon e commerce business, but I have a strength in business and a strength in e commerce and digital marketing how can we combine these? And for me, what made complete sense was Airbnb because I was like photography descriptions, SEO on Airbnb, scalability, building systems within that I'm running up, you know, outside of the maintenance and the, the moves I, that happen in the field. And we're managing everything from a computer. I know? remember the first time you wanted to invest in, I think it was like keyword, uh, you know, analytics and yeah, for, for our Airbnb listings, I think we maybe had a month where, you know, we didn't get what we wanted. Right. And we had had great months prior to that and expectations are expectations. And so I remember you asking me if we could do this and, um, you know, since then, obviously we've done a lot more. <laughs> and so, um, yeah, it's, you've been able to, you know, leverage your craft in this space as well. And, and I think, 
uh, we've talked about it. It's a space that I always want to learn more about because um, I, while I don't think housing is going anywhere and I have no intent, um, I think that there's a lot of ways to um, capitalize and do well in, in, in my space, um, our space, um, by leveraging. And I think one of the things we're learning together um, and I see you learn it. You're a few years behind me in regards to business, you know, as far as like just seeing how similar yeah. everything is, you know, but it's like, um, you know, you brought everything you learned in the army, military intelligence, fat gathering to real estate, you know, and I'm bringing um, outside the box, e-commerce, digital marketing, branding to real estate. You know, and it's not always just about finding like that specific thing. I know at the beginning it was like, well, how does being in a band translate to this? How does like being a bartender translate to sales? You know, and I get that question a lot. When you're first out, of the, yeah, you're first out of the army. You're like, eh. like I don't know how to really like, you know, assimilate this into what I'm doing. You know, now, but now it's so clear for me. Uh, you know, the different strengths and being able to my pay attention to the details person and a creative person. And it's really just about being aligned with the right people. Agreed. Yeah. I, I want to switch gears just a little bit. Cause I want to talk about, um, I want to talk about something else that's a little bit different than Airbnb in regards to, um, you know, building a life for freedom, your why a little bit like um before we made that move and like freedom has always been a thing for me we we're talking about this a little bit before we got started before i made that move um one mine was because i did i liked my boss at us toy that was hard for me i really liked him we had built a rapport uh, i felt like i was abandoning him a little bit i'm not a quitter so it was like going some of the values yeah we, we have the loyalty struggle and it's it's very prominent in the army when you're making that decision to get out yeah, and it was uh, it was tough for me for not for everyone, but for me it was. Um, so I had a little bit of that going on. I had a little bit of when I started my business, I was in debt. That's actually why I started the side hustle that turned into something quite a bit bigger. Um, so financially, there was that reason. So there was the loyalty piece. There was the financial reason. Um, and and you have some people that jump into entrepreneurship like just both feet head first, like all in. Um, you have some people that, and I think that's required eventually. Let me make that clear. Yep. Um, but for me, it wasn't like that. And I think for you, it wasn't like that in a different way. Um, let's talk about that. For me, it was, uh, you know, us toy, I started building up clients on the side and eventually made the plunge. Um, what did it look like for you <laughs> being at Hallmark? Um, and, you know, share as much as you want, but being yeah, at yeah. Hallmark and then, finally making the leap. I know you've asked some of your guys to go all in. So let's yeah, share. That story. It was a, it was extremely tough. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm a little bit older than a lot of the guys on my team. Right. So um, a little bit more established with regards to maybe what I had in savings, as you, as you kind of alluded to, I, I was pretty diligent about um, saving, investing at that time, just differently. Um, but yeah, essentially I was, let's see, working for Hallmark full-time, and then essentially in my off time, I had been and flown out here to Kansas City and we kind of charted what we wanted to do and what we wanted things to look like. Um, and at that time, I was focused more on residential, uh, but also, and when I say residential, I mean more so helping, um, you know, the average person buy or sell their house, right? So listings and, and buyers. Um, but it was pretty evident and pretty clear that if you wanted to be successful in real estate, I mean, it's a massive um, sector, right? Um, and there you can't 
typically throw a stone without hitting a realtor at some point. Um, and so being in that crowded space, I'd say you have to, you really have to work hard. And I'd say, you know, that's what year one is about is really, really working hard. Um, and, and being smart about it, but you got to put in the work and there's almost to the point where, and as somebody who never used social media before, really, other than for travel, it was one of those things of, it was a, it was one of these things I struggle with of, am I putting too much out there? Am I annoying people? But I almost think that you have to be told to shut it off. It's like, you need, you need to be putting so much out there in your one that you need to be told to shut it off. Um, I definitely remember that. And I think that's something that, you know, I do want to get into that, but before yeah. we go there, I don't want to go yep. into like how we've used digital marketing to like yep. grow your business and how us being in, you know, close proximity, me helping brands, you know, brand and tell their stories on Amazon has impacted you and your team. Yep. Um, but I'd like to still stay like, you know, at that piece when you were making that move and, and some of the intentional things you did to make it an easier decision for you, um, you know, to step into entrepreneurship. Well, you know, one of the things was, and again, this was an intentional decision was I did, I did seven years in the army. So the first four was the payback from a bachelor's degree, went to university of Arizona for my bachelor's. Um, but I knew I wanted to go out and get my master's. It's, it's something that, um, you know, I think a lot, well, everybody in my family has a master's now. Um, and it's just something, I guess, growing, growing up in a system, you know, a very systemized culture, uh, it's something you do to put yourself as competitive as possible. Plus, uh, the fact that I did seven meant I was eligible for my GI bill. And so, you know, one of the the main things was I did seven years one day that insured 100% of my GI bill, which I alluded to this, uh, if you could get rid of your housing costs, what are you really, really worried about, you know, from a uh, fundamental life standpoint, right? You know, there's pretty basic things that you need in life. And I said, I'm not too complicated. And, you know, while I was, as long as I was enrolled in grad school full time, which I applied to a bunch um, but I ultimately decided to stay here, uh, because of the degree program they had, which is an MPA, uh, specifically with a nonprofit, uh, focus. So that's a, not an MBA. So we don't learn how to make money. It's an MPA. Uh, we learn how to run broke nonprofits. And so, uh, I had met with the city manager of, um, of Overland park, who is an old West point grad, and I had been introduced to him somehow. So again, referral. And he said, well, if you want to learn government, because that's one thing that a lot of people with MPA tracks do, they go into civil service, they go, you know, governor, city managers, whatever. Um, he said, uh, I'd recommend the KU program. And so he went to KU for his. But if you want to do nonprofit work, um, I'd recommend UMKC. So I ended up going to UMKC uh, for my master's full time while I was working at Hallmark, while I was trying to learn real estate. Um, and, you know, I think while most people wouldn't say I look dog tired, um, it definitely, it was a lot. And so I, and, and that's when I realized at some point I was going to have to make a move one way or another. Um, and it, it tore me up making the leap from, or leaving Hallmark. In fact, my boss at the time had just come back from Hong Kong. Um, somebody I admire a great deal. Um, great boss. Uh, I had a lot of autonomy because I managed uh, some clients at corporate for HR consulting, as well as I had two plants uh, that I basically was their I was their HR point of contact out in uh, Metamora, Illinois, mm -hmm. uh, and pure or sorry Metamora, Illinois, and Center, Texas. I I never even heard of Center, Texas, um, and it's closer to Louisiana than it is Texas. But uh, so I managed those two plants. I fly out there once a quarter 
Um, but again, it's, it's really hard to be competitive in the space of real estate, I think, if you're not all in. And so, you know, once I realized I had my housing pretty much covered, which I would slowly begin to take less courses because, you know, for the first year, and you remember, um, while I was taking three full-time grad courses, doing real estate and doing homework, it was brutal. Um, mm -hmm. You know, and, I, and I'm the type that, and we've talked about this with regards to procrastination of certain things like schoolwork, um, those things would come down to the wire because ultimately um, it wasn't my primary income. Um, and so, I'm going to pause right there because like, yeah. I honestly think, you know, I, we read these different books, we share podcasts, like whatever, and everyone has strengths and weaknesses. And like, I think one thing that we have that's different than others is like, I'm a competitor, you're a competitor, no matter if we're playing board games or basketball or volleyball or anything, you know, anything like that. Business is the number one game that I found Absolutely. that gets me going. Um, but I procrastinate because some of that other stuff bores me. I want to be in the fight. I want to be in the fight, whether that's sales, whether that's like, you know, making big decisions. And then, you know, but it's like, uh, what was it? Alan Iverson? It's like, we talk about practice, mm -hmm. right? It's like, sometimes when I'm doing papers or I'm filling out stuff like that, it feels a little bit like that, right? It's like, I want to be in the fight and I want to be in the ring. And so when you're doing a bunch of things that are like, a mixture of those, you know, as uh, you know, I was there for that, but seeing that kind of mixture, you just tend to gravitate toward where the action is, you yeah. know, and I mean, what's uh, better going to look at an off market house or a potential investment or reading the endless and countless amounts of chapters that you need to, and then being able to, you know, synthesize that into what you have to write up, you know, um, if I wasn't going to be all in into that, into that, into those readings at that time, um, chances are I wouldn't even remember what I need to remember to write what I need to write, uh, do in two weeks. So, um, we talked, we talked about that all in, um, and for anyone listening, like I wasn't the greatest student, like I have competed in one at a million things that I've done throughout the years, but like in coming out of Congo to high school, wasn't great for me. I didn't fit in exactly, but like smart um college even was like i was doing computer science like networking programming languages and security like stuff that our friend matt does you know that nerdy stuff and i just didn't like it be like i was smart enough to do it but it didn't have my attention huge similarity when you just brought up you know you had came back from africa to liberty and me i had uh i had moved from seoul korea to vegas and that's where i finished growing up uh and so we always find just more checks of things in common, right? Um, even though some of our, I mean, we are different in a lot of ways. Yeah, and it's like, for, for me, it was like, uh, I'm a great student. When I found e-commerce, I just lit up. Like, it was my thing. It was like, I found this thing that's like, felt like the wild west felt like a wild frontier um i was able to make changes today that made me money tomorrow i think a lot like real estate in a lot of ways yes you have to be patient for the long game but like you can make it you can find a good property today like you know if you're out there looking at stuff or door knocking or you finally get that one fizzbo that picks up the phone and is tired of trying to sell it and show the house you know like one extra call can make the deal you know and so that's kind of addictive in a lot of ways and for me commerce sales are very similar. I can literally put a product up and the next day see a sale or within 15 minutes see a sale. And that had me hooked. And it's like, I really changed my perspective even on myself. Um, I'm a great student. 
I just have to be, I'm an all in kind of person. Yeah. I'm not all in, you know, when I was going to school for computer science, that was my backup plan. I can't be all in on a backup plan. Backup plans. Yeah. I want them, but it's a backup plan. right? I I think I told you I got a liquor license just in case I needed to be a full-time student and bartender. Um, And I was committed, you know, like, uh, you know, it's great to have that, like I said, that expense covered, but there's no way I was just going to settle for whatever the housing allowance was. Um, and so, you know, I had what, let me see the, the corporate fellowship. So the Hallmark gig and then real estate, and then, um, you know, the backup, backup, backup to other things. If I ended up having to apply for regular jobs, um, was, well, I guess I'll just go to school and be a bartender and, uh, I can, you know, I can cruise for two years, call it, you know, a leap year or something and, and move on. So, yeah, no. And I guess I just want to harp on, it's all about perspective a little bit. And when it comes to like how you're viewing even yourself, you know, I used to view myself as like, I'm not as good as these other students that are testing out at 36 on the ACT or like whatever. I wasn't, I wasn't raised to take tests. I was raised to like think outside the box and pivot on the fly in Africa when stuff just hits the fan, you know, like that was more of my training. Um, so being in business is a better fit for me than being like, you know, it was hard uh, to go back to school. It was hard. You take, you take seven years away from being in that environment and then you go back to it. So in your case, you know, going from learning abroad and then coming back, it's a totally different curriculum. And, and I, yeah, I mean, seven years, the good thing about the army is that you're always going to schools. So they kind of put you in this, mentality that education and continued growth is is a good thing um but it's it's something else to go back to regular school where and i was very intentional with you know there's better schools per se that i could have went to online or you know mix or something but there's something where i want to be in the classroom uh i want to be able to you know actually converse with the professor or your counselor um and the funny thing is that I did the three years of grad school because, of course, when I joined, they added six more credits. Um, so it took me another semester compared to the years before that. But um, the last semester that we had there, so my capstone, we, you know, COVID obviously became a thing. And so I did two and a half years of grad school in person, and then, which is the reason why I chose to be here. And then um, the last semester was all uh, remote. So yeah, we didn't walk, but you know, I think the degrees here somewhere. Yeah. I think the degree has yet to be used, but I think that it worked. I really have a feeling, uh, much like Veronica, that's my right hand at Marknology. Um, you know, she has a master's in engineering. I know we're going to use it. Um, you know, we have some big plans and I think, you know, just the way the universe works, all this kind of stuff is going to come together. Um, you know, one more shout out to our sponsor. This episode is a little bit, a little bit different. We're talking about, um, you know, entrepreneurship and kind of the reasoning why um, a lot of what we've built, though, is digital in regards to like how we market it, how we sell it, how the world's operating today. I was just telling Brian about a new way people are doing Airbnbs like tech is all over this space. Um, shout out again to our sponsor, Fullscale.io, helping you build software teams quickly and affordably. Um, you know, you're needing to build that website. You're needing to build, um, you know, a team that can help you um, create systems in your business. Full scale is the one to go. Let's talk, B, uh, change change gears just a little bit because uh, I want to make sure we have enough time to cover some of these topics that I think are great. And I'm sure I'll have you back on the show. Um, you know, I've, I've been wanting to share some of the insights like around 
I think a lot of people, you know, people are always curious and we don't really give them the full story. And, and, uh, you know, you probably do a better job than sharing than me. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, for me, it was like, it was out of necessity It was survival mode B. Like when, uh, I was launching landlocked in my companies one, there's nothing better than, than learning on than yourself. Right. So whether it was like Instagram or Etsy or Amazon or eBay, it was like, I'm testing all these things on myself. Um, so then I can, you know, work on other brands or things like that. So I had landlocked, um, I learned the power of Twitter when ESPN like retweeted my, uh, my post, you know, cause I used to have the same feelings. I feel like posting is like this braggadocious thing. It's just a different, it's almost like if you have that same perspective of money, you're never going to get it either. Yeah. Right. Anyone that's believes in manifestation or like, you know, thinking something, going, getting it must also think that about social media. Like if you think it's that it's going to be that, you know, but I know that I personally probably because of Instagram, LinkedIn, you know, social in the way that we can connect people so easily. Um, you know, I see these different things come across my Instagram that are like how to get 20 properties in two years. And I'm like, Ryan, I think we're at like over 70, mm -hmm. uh, you know, in a short amount of time. And I don't say that to be like, um, you know, boastful in any way, but it's like, this was very intentional. Uh, the moves we made to get here were very intentional. And I think that we're taking something into this space uh, that a lot of people are not. It's not to say other people aren't doing Airbnb, but kind of combining, um, you know, the the military intelligence, the branding, the marketing, and then real estate sitting in the middle of that. And I want to talk a little bit about how, um, you know, maybe how you got some of those early leads versus like, you know, how you guys are, uh, you know, finding deals and, and doing business today and share what you want to share. But I'd like to share the part yeah. around around digital um, and how it's been a big part of, of growing our business. Well, you know, I'd say the first way. And like I said, when I was first jumping in, the first focus was more so of a re residential. And so yeah. um, and, you know, being in real estate, I get a million emails a day about buy leads here, buy leads there. Uh, buy leads everywhere. And so, but I've never, I've actually never used one of those companies to purchase leads. Um, and so everything we've done, I feel like is, is pretty organic or and definitely when I first started. So when I first started by myself before uh, David really joined the team with who is the, the youngest brother of Ben, my partner at Arizona, um, before he joined, you know, it was primarily calling for sale by owners, uh, primarily uh, reaching out to your sphere primarily um, and that and is just basically putting yourself out there that you do real estate and you want everybody to know you do real estate you um, went to some kind of camp I think and I, I I took that trip to Austin with you just yeah. because I wanted to be down there and hang out but I, I remember you came back from that and you had a mission uh, that you had to tell everyone you knew or 100 people or something like that that I do real estate yeah so, yeah so between we had I had the bold course here so bold um, is a course hosted by Keller Williams, who uh, I brokered through at that time and, and, uh, and still do have brokerage relationship with. Um, but we first started that bold is like, um, lead generation on crack. I mean, essentially they're going to force you to lead gen, uh, you know, making a certain amount of calls, having a certain amount of touches every day. Um, I like that. I need that. I know that about myself that if I'm forced to do that, uh, through a system, I I'm disciplined enough to, to do it reasonably, but in a system with, you know, if you show up to class and you look like an asshole, <laughs> I don't like looking like an asshole in front of, in front of what I would call my peers. Um, and so 
you know, initial lead gen was basically calling people, right? And calling them and then basically pitching them. Um, I had been used to pitching people. I mean, as an intel officer in the army, your job is essentially to pitch a commander on what you believe, um, you know, the enemy might be doing. And so uh, the getting up in front of people, pitching them on briefs, that was that that came naturally. Um, but you know, as we've kind of moved into more investing, uh, we've we've started to leverage, I'd say, tech a little bit more. So you know, uh, certain systems out there like Five Nine Dialer. So you know, as we as we look to um, find more leads off the market, um, you know, it's knowing we where where we want to operate and and basically reaching out to people out there, utilizing um, mostly mostly uh, calling. You know, we mm-hmm. don't. You know, certain people out there, they do the mailers. The mailers have to be a consistent campaign over time. And I think you even need to follow up with them um, in another method. But, you know, between that and then we used to door knock before COVID. So, you know, I still get residential listings. We, you know, we do a thing in Keller Williams where you go seven on the left side of the house, seven on the right side of the house and seven across the street and you door knock them all and you tell them what you're doing. Um, You know, half the time people just they're looking for somebody and they don't really, you know, the majority of people don't have somebody dead set on that they're on. Um, and so it's really just finding people at the right time. And so I'm really intrigued of leveraging tech to be able to, how do we find people at the right time? Like, how do you get more precise? Um, are you looking for owners with high equity, right? But they might be more prone to sell um, because they, you know, Kansas city has appreciated a lot over the last five years. So you find owners with good equity, you find owners, um, in an area that's hot right now, that's a pretty easy sale if they want to sell. How big is, uh, I know you make a requirement of your team to like, you know, post each other's content, share each other's content. Um, you gotta be posting. I mean, you got files on folders and folders and folders on properties and, yep. um, you know, and when we met, like, uh, this is something else I'll talk about. Like when we met, you know, coming right out of the military, um, I wouldn't say, I wouldn't say that you weren't creative, but you hadn't flexed your creativity muscles in a while. And, uh, now, you know, three years later, I guess it's completely different in my opinion, you're redesigning houses and kitchens and visualizing them and, you know, laying stuff out, creating content all the time, every day, um, going from military you know, where it's probably uh, looked down upon to be, you know, an individual or braggadocious or things like that, or, you know, whatever it kind of looks like to now being at a point where you're posting every single day, sharing your story, sharing property, sharing your wins, uh, you know, why did it become so important for you, um, you know, to embrace social media? Well, I mean, I, I would, I would definitely say that in team members on my team can attest to this. Um, you know, it's proven it works. Um, you know, yeah, I mean, David, uh, was, you know, on one of those, on one of the sites that talks about, uh, social media people here in real estate in Kansas city. Uh, I know he was in the top 20 for that. And that's because he consistently posts it's, you know, it's, it doesn't have to be the, and that's what I've really taken from, from you by listening to Gary B is that, you know, stop trying to make it, make it perfect. Stop, stop trying to make it sexy. You know, you don't like the way your voice sounds just post, get it out there. And, you know, a lot of respect for David. He's, he's gained a lot of clients off of just Instagram. Um, you know, 
the hashtag of KC real estate. How many people follow that, see a photo of him closing a deal, like the deal and go, well, shit, I need to be working with this guy. This guy gets me deals, right? Um, I'd say we've been, we've been at it for what, three years now with regards to posting on there. And, and, and it's definitely tough. I mean, it's, it's something that, you know, me and you through AKC Co, we've had to now bring somebody on because mm-hmm. I mean, the amount of content we get um, with regards to, you know, having 14 active rehabs right now, um, you know, how many, how many properties and how many Airbnbs do we want to have people staying at? It's the amount of content we can generate is, is there. And we, and we have the files. It's, it's just a lot. It's a lot of work. You know, and and yeah. one thing, one of the biggest things that like about this business has been relationships building, you know, and I had some, but not necessarily in the real estate space. You know, you have buyers and you have sellers, but like, you know, one of our biggest investors early on was from Marknology, um, you know, a client that had been with Marknology a long time and kind of came in and, uh, you know, made that first big move on the Paseo and everything kind of came after that, uh, you know, what we were able to pull off there and you know, that came from a missed email. Uh, you know, I sent uh, an email to the wrong email address and then just took a shot like a shooter does. Um, you know, but even things like thinking about Dwayne, um, and the guy that's been absolutely crushing like our lawns all summer, um, and our properties. And he was like probably the fifth real contact we had. We had been trying to find somebody quality and solid. Um, I made a post about needing firewood, met someone great that took a shot. And I said, sure, let's give him a shot. And it's been a home run that came from an Instagram post, you yep. know, and um, I, I, that's one opportunity that came to Clean, my mind. Cleaners for Airbnbs. Cleaners for our Airbnbs. Um, so it's like, it's not just directly like, okay, I post a, I post a picture and then I get a sale from Instagram, but it's everything else. It's the relationship building, it's community uh, engagement, you know, it's reputation, it's brand. Um you know, I, I wish there was a way like, you know, attribution is what we call it in the, you know, the e-commerce, the digital space. And, and um, how do you tie in, like, where did the sale come from? You know, it can become somewhat hard. Uh, we, we track, you know, where we're getting our leads from with regards to, you know, the leads that we do convert um, in our deal flow. Right. Um, and I, yeah, I definitely venture to say that David's usually got one on there from Instagram. He's probably got a deal active from somebody he's met off Instagram who is trying to get into real estate and real estate investing. Yeah, I know. I uh, was talking to someone earlier today on LinkedIn, um, you know, that was looking to invest capital and, uh, you know, in real estate and looking where to get started and taking meetings. And it, it reminded me of my early days of just waiting to meet that right connection that could, you know, open my perspective a little bit and how these deals kind of work and, and really get insight in that. Um, but I think this has been really insightful. And I, you know, we get on a little backstory, I'll have you on, we'll talk a little bit more details about Airbnbs, maybe and go into, you know, for anyone that's really interested in that space, some of the things that we do to really, you know, run that business at a high level using systems and scalability. And, uh, you know, just some of the fun that we're having, honestly, on that side, I think uh, it's been really fun to just decorate 20 plus places, you know, and really be able to be like, Hey, like have options and, and try new things. And it's like spurred different ideas from, you know, Airbnb individual rooms to, you know, creating um, unique spaces to our container in our backyard. Mm-hmm. Right. So we have an Airbnb in our backyard uh, for anyone listening. 
just shipped this container over. We had 90 days to like get ready to make this thing happen. Um, but those ideas just came from, you know, seeing stuff work and trying the next thing and knowing that, um, we had a backup plan for almost every move we've made in real estate. And I, I don't think that can be understated in regards to feeling confident to make moves. Um, you know, you had a, you had all these things in place to make a move into real estate, whether it was Ben or like, you know, your GI bill or, um, different stuff like that to help you be able to take that leap, you know? And so if that's what it takes to anybody out there looking to like, that's listening and thinking about taking a leap, it's okay to set these, you know, these safeguards up, these safety nets. Um, when we're doing Airbnb moves, we're only getting properties that we believe that we could rent traditionally um, and still come away clean and still be just fine. You know, we don't over leverage, you know, everything is a very safe, calculated move, in my opinion, a little bit of risk, right? Um, anytime you're spending time, uh, even and are decorating stuff, but, you know, always having that additional move, setting ourselves up to have pivots and things like that. I think we could talk all day about real estate. Um, so I, I, I know we're coming up on time and I want to make sure that our stuff is under the time limit so that we can post these things have limits on IGTV and things stuff. I don't, things I don't know. No. Things I don't know. Things I'm, I'm getting told constantly and continuing to learn. But um, thank you so much for being on the show, B. Uh, Thanks for having me. Yeah, we're going to have you back. If anyone wants to find more or learn more about you know, some of the stuff we're doing. Um, our company is called AKC Co. as far as the Airbnbs go. Uh, but uh, Brian's real estate team can be found at apex-kc.com. Um, can find Brian on Instagram, LinkedIn. The whole team's there. Uh, pretty easy to track down. And I think a lot of people uh, from Kansas City will have already seen, seen some of your stuff popping up and be like, okay, now I know a little bit about his story. Um, but can never talk too much. I know so many people are interested in this topic and I, I want to continue to open it up, but thanks again for being on the show. Thanks again to our full, uh, our sponsor, fullscale.io, helping you build software teams quickly and affordably, uh, startup hustle. We'll, we'll see you soon. Startup hustles brought to you by fullscale.io helping you build a software team quickly and affordably. Make sure you reach down and hit that subscribe button. Then come find us on Instagram. See you next time.